You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Empire. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the podcast. I'll be running some draft day memories from various players throughout the month. Not a lot, but enough to give you a taste of what their draft day experience was like. It's different for everyone. So I'm going to start with former Washington tackle John Jansen. What part for him was the coolest and what team did he think was going that he was going to go to? I also talked to Chris Thompson for a couple minutes about his draft day memories. Did he cry? Don't forget, you can read my work on ESPN.com. We'll be having all sorts of draft coverage throughout the month, of course. Now, here is John Jansen with his draft day memories. All right, John Jansen, second round pick in 1999. What what do you remember about draft day? What stood out to you? What stood out to me, thankfully at that time, it was, you know, three rounds on, on day one. So that I, I knew I felt comfortable being a, you know, first day pick now it with only one round, you know, it's a very select few that get that first day phone call. So I just remember the, the feeling of excitement, um, that a dream that I had worked towards, you know, and really identified as a kid, whether it was, you know, in middle school, early high school, but then obviously pursued it at Michigan, that a dream was coming true, that it didn't mean I was going to play in the NFL, but it meant that I was going to have an opportunity uh, to get on the field and, and try and make and, and try and continue the dream I was living of, you know, playing the game of football. What's it like to hear your name called? It's one of the coolest things because you spend, you know, when you're, at a program like Michigan, you spend your years there as soon as the season's over and you know, you know, early in my career, it was Ty Law um, or, you know, it's other guys that are getting ready for the draft. And then you see their, their name go across the ticker. Um, it just, it's, it's a special moment because it's finally somebody that, you know, it's somebody that um, it, it makes it seem real. And then all of a sudden, not only do you get your name called and you get a phone call from the coach, from the you know administration, whoever it is you know that, that makes that call, but to see your name go across the bottom of ESPN on the ticker or anything that you're watching right now, it's just a great feeling that that is, it, it's hard to put into words because it seems like such a small thing, but that ticker runs, you know, all weekend. And you're, you're, you continue to see your name and, and it be, continues to, at some point it becomes a little bit more real at first. It's, it's, it's so surreal because only a select few get that opportunity, get that phone call. And I was so blessed to be able to have that opportunity. What do you remember about the day in, in terms of like celebration or anything like that? What did you do? And you can, you, um, you don't have to stay clean on this one before, the, or I shouldn't say clean. I don't know what you, I'm just talking about like, yeah. if you're having too many beverages, yeah, I don't know if you're having many beverages or whatever, but what do you remember about that? Um, I just remember I wanted to be with my family. Um, I was never a guy that was going to rent out a bar or rent out a you know movie theater, you know, it was, and, and it really wasn't kind of the thing at that time. It's become more of the, the rage now. 
but I just remember being around my family and every time the phone would ring and it was usually family and friends. Hey, have you heard anything? <laughs> no, as soon as I do, I'll let you know. Um, and do you, you know, and then I would finally say, you know, every time the phone rings, I think it's somebody. So please don't call until it's over. Um, you know, and, and it's hard to, to manage that, but just the excitement, the anticipation. And I was so grateful to be around, you know, mom, dad, uh, my, my brothers were there um, and just spend that moment with them because they were a large part of why I had that opportunity. Uh, and they were some, my support group through high school, through college. Uh, and it was great to be able to share that moment because it meant as much to them as it did to me. Do you celebrate with a little toast? Do you do, you know, do you have a little toast or what, you know, I mean, do you do anything like that? Or is it just like a quiet moment? Do you go out to dinner? What, what do you do after? Uh, you know what? After I got the phone call. So I got the phone fo- phone call from Russ Graham. And, you know, well, uh, beer it, has to be involved. <laughs> yeah, you would think that came later when I actually got to <laughs> D.C. Uh, and had a chance to 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 meet uh, all the, the wonderful reporters uh, <laughs> at the uh, press conference. I don't really remember what happened that night, not because of any other reason other than it was, I, I just still couldn't believe that it was real. Plus the fact that, you know, Washington had drafted Champ Bailey in the first round. And then it was, there was so much going on with the trades and, and Ricky, you know, Williams yeah. and, and all of that stuff going on that I was really just trying to prepare for what am I going to wear tomorrow? Because I was going, I was flying to Washington to, to meet the media um, and to meet the coaches and, and, you know, find out where I was going to be living, what I was going to be doing and a little bit more about the, the Washington uh, Redskins at the time. So um, I was more concerned with trying to make sure that I put the, the right foot forward when I got there than I was of, of celebrating and, and traveling to Washington with a, with a terrible headache. The headaches came later. <laughs> well, I was surprised that you chose the one piece jumpsuit for your outfit at the press conference. Well, I, you know what, if, if, if it had been a year later, I probably would have arrived with Dion um, and we would have had a chance to, to wear matching suits. <laughs> Last thing then on this, cause that was that, that Ricky Williams trade, that was that draft. What do you remember thinking when you saw that? And then, uh, you know, you kind of are, you become a part of that group, but what did you remember thinking about that trade? Oh, uh, I just, I couldn't believe that uh, Mike Ditka had done it, a, a trade like that, get given up so many picks. Um, but it obviously worked out for, for me and it, and it, and it worked out for a lot of other guys that, uh, you know, in where they ended up. And it was instrumental, obviously, in, in me ending up in Washington, because I, I believe it was, there were some picks traded because the 40th pick is where Washington, I think, was supposed to pick. The Bears were at 37. And, um, you know, I know I spent a decade there, but I, I had grown up a Bears fan. Right. And when the phone rang, I thought I was going to be a Chicago Bear. But really? it was Russ Grimm. Uh, and, you know, hey, we're trading up to get you at 37. And any time a team trades for you, that means something. I don't care if it's one spot, two spots, three spots. That means something. That means to me they actually want me. They think they could lose me in the next couple of picks. They wanted me, and, and that meant a lot to me. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. Great stuff. After this break, I'll be back with Chris Thompson talking about his draft day memories. Welcome back. Now here's Chris Thompson. What do you remember about being drafted? What was that day and that moment like for you? Nerve-wracking. Um, my heart was beating fast the whole time. Um, didn't think I was going to get drafted at all. Uh, but like that, because I got drafted on day three. And 
just that day, I remember sitting in the corner because I was at my uncle's house uh, mm-hmm. and my family was over there with me just sitting in the corner, like checking my phone, like constantly just waiting for a phone call. So anybody that called me, friends, uh, my agent texted me. I'm like, look, I don't want to hear from any of y'all. I'm trying to get a I'm trying to see an unknown number uh, <laughs> pop up on my phone. The only call, thankfully, because a lot of I ta- I was talking to some of my college teammates at the time and they were like, yeah, this team reached out to me. They say they about to they about to pick me up. And then some of them didn't even get drafted or didn't get drafted by the teams that said it. And I was thankful to receive one call. And that was from Coach Shanahan. I talked to him first and he was like, how would you like to be, you know, a Redskin? I mean, that was most most exciting moment of my life. And then the running back coach, Bobby T, hit me up yeah. right after. And he was like, man, you didn't think I was going to take you? Uh, he was like, I was I was calling you every weekend. It was a reason why I was keeping <laughs> contact with you. And I was like, look, man, I'm I'm 22. I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I figure all coaches will just do that. But it was crazy because he was the only one that I was consistently hearing from. Mm-hmm. And mm, – just thankful seven years later, like it, it worked out. Do you, do you get like, do you get emotional at that moment after it happens? Like, how do you react when you get off the phone? Do you, I mean, do you cry? Do you jump up and down? What do you do? I didn't know how to feel. Like I was excited, but I didn't know, like it didn't hit me until the next day. Like I woke up and I was like, I'm really in the NFL. Like I'm about to leave into, into, well, I think it was a month. I'm about to leave in a month and be in a whole nother city that I've never been to, like living out my dream. And it was just crazy. Like my parents, uh, my mom was crying and and everything. But like I was I was excited. I, I shared a, a tear or two, but it didn't hit me till the next day. That's cool. Yeah. Chris, I appreciate it, man. This was um, really good. And like I said, it's great catching up with you. And and I sincerely mean that you're always one of my favorites to deal with. Just I appreciate the, it. You know, just a good guy, fun to talk to, smart, insightful, and just professional. So, you know, so I'll be, but I'll always be checking out on you. Okay. That's it for this episode. Told you it'd be quick. Thanks to John Jansen and Chris Thompson for joining me. And thank you for listening. I'll have more of these throughout the month. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you next time.